This was the most unsecure election of all times. I mean, and if you don't believe me, I'm going to teach you right now how to steal an election. It's very simple. Three easy steps I'm going to teach you. So I got a chance to vote this year. I went down to my voting precinct. I voted in person. I live in the great state of California. But in this state, there are no voter identification requirements. What I'm saying is when you show up, you don't have to uh, have a voter ID card. You don't have to show a driver's license. You don't even need to give a signature for signature verification. All I needed to do this year was just simply say my name and my address. At that point, they look up on their computer at the voter database and they see that I'm a registered voter. And when they see there's the match because of the name and the address, they then proceed to give me my ballot, and then I proceed to head on over and vote. And it's as simple as that. I mean, are you kidding me, though? I mean, I need more identification to get my $2 slice of pizza at Costco than I do to be able to uh, cast a vote. Come on now, this is the most highly inflamed, tumultuous election of all time, and California, amongst other states, are going with the honor system for voter identification. It's crazy, right? Totally crazy. So this is how you steal an election. The first step is you have to get the voter data information. This you could easily get at your county. You simply go down to the county, or sometimes you could do it online, And uh, you may have to purchase it, or sometimes it's free, but it's the voter data information that has every registered voter in the county. It gives you their name, it gives you their address, and it gives you their birth date. At that point, you got the crucial information in order to steal an election. So your second step is not just running down to your local precinct And showing up there saying a name of some random registered voter and an address of some random registered voter and getting a ballot and voting. You can do that. Trust me, you can do that. The thing, though, is it's kind of a hack job. Because what could end up happening is you could lay down a vote for some random registered voter and then they could also vote. And then all of a sudden you got two votes going in and uh, not to say that maybe that vote wouldn't count, um, but what could end up happening when it comes down to like a vote audit, say like in a key battleground state, uh, it, could, it could put up a red flag. So what you want to be able to do is put down a vote for somebody that flies right under the radar, like completely undetectable. Like nobody will ever know if it's a legitimate vote or not. So the second step is you go to your state's voter tracking website. Conveniently, California, amongst other states, started this website this year. It allows registered voters to easily be able to get real-time information to verify when their ballot was received. Or if you vote in person, you can get real-time information to tell you the date you voted. In my state, the website is called Where's My Ballot. When you go on Where's My Ballot website, you simply put in the information you got from step number one when you received the voter data information at the county. See, all you need is just their name, their address, and their birth date. 
There's no password needed. Then you're able to utilize the website so you could properly track what registered voters have for some reason not voted. These are the people you want to put a vote down for. Then utilizing that state's voting tracking website, you can then proceed to set up a computer interface. This way, you know exactly with real-time information who has voted and who has not. Another great thing that was introduced this year that helps properly steal an election is the polls were extended. In my state, there were actually 28 days that were given for mail-in ballots to be received and recorded, and there were four days that you were allowed to vote in person. That means on your computer interface, you could track up to 27 days before the actual election day what voter had voted and what registered voter had not voted. And that brings us to step number three. Oh, here it goes. It is time to steal an election. All you need to do now is just have your team ready. You give them the information needed, which is the name and the address of those people who have not voted yet. So you have them vote on the last day. It could be the last day or even the last few hours. It's up to you. It's your pick. And you get as many people you need so that you could properly steal the election. You could go from one precinct to the next precinct to the next precinct to the next precinct and just keep on casting ballots until you know you won. That's how you steal an election. So remember, it's as easy as one, two, three. First, you go to the county to get the voter data information. You're going to get their name. You're going to get the address. You're going to get the birth date of every registered voter. Then you go into step number two. You go to your state's mail-in ballot tracking website. You then enter that information, and you now have real-time information of those people that have voted or those people that have not voted. Then you go to step number three, where you place down the votes for those people who have not voted yet. That's on the last day of the election. That's when you win the election, and that's when you steal the election. It is an absurdity. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's a complete absurdity of how unsecure our election process was this year. <laughs> 